Hey everyone, today Jesse and I are going to talk about the business that you're really in because it's probably not what you think it is. Balancing building a successful business and being a superstar mom is hard. And yet, in today's digital world, it's more common than ever. The question becomes, how do we successfully grow a business and children at the same time? Join us for a candid conversation as we share our experiences and insights into marketing and motherhood. I'm Jesse Valle. And I'm Angela Reeder. Welcome to the Marketing Moms Podcast. So this topic actually came about because of something Jesse heard. Do you want to talk about it? Sure. So I was listening to a training by Dan Kennedy, who is just this amazing marketer. And he was, you know, giving, he gives, he gave a lot of seminars and trainings and stuff to people who were in all sorts of businesses, not just one specific type of business. And one, he said one thing, it, the training that I was listening to wasn't on this topic. So he kind of glossed over it quickly because it must've been another training. But it was just this idea that the one of the biggest shifts for business owners is to shift from the idea that you are in the business of the thing that you're doing versus you're in the business of marketing the thing that you are doing. So for example, Angela is not in the business of building websites she is in the business of marketing building websites. Yep. We are not in the business of podcasting. We are in the business of marketing podcasting. Yeah. And so that's one of the reasons why we're marketing moms. Like, I, I think a lot of people may not understand why we called ourselves marketing moms. It's because Angela and I understand that we're actually in the business of marketing no matter what it is that we're doing. And the same for you. Yeah. Even if you don't feel like you are or you don't want to be, <laughs> like, I think that's a really big shift for people to go from this idea of I can do this thing and I can just tell people I do this thing and it'll be fine to actually looking at it as I market my service and that's actually what's making the money. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why, you know, you and I, and I mean, I'm talking about you listeners, we're all marketing moms. Whether you're running a, a product business, a service business, you're doing an MLM, like whatever it is, the thing that's making you the money is the marketing. <laughs> yeah. And so we wanted to talk today about having that kind of a big old mindset shift that you're not in the, like, obviously what you're doing matters, but you're not in the business of doing that thing. You, if you, okay, <laughs> you can be, I'm not sure yeah. how successful of a business that'll end up, but if you want to, and I don't want to say be more successful because the idea of success is different for all of us. Yeah. But if you want to have a better chance at the longevity of your business, making more money, finding more customers, helping more people, you need to focus on marketing. That has to be your number one. And in fact, 
Angela, what do I always say? You don't have a business if you're not making money. And you can't make money if you don't market. AKA sell. Yep. So you do not have a business without marketing. Yep. One of the things that pops in my head are the um the MLMs especially because I think that a lot of people who do an MLM think I can differentiate myself by being really good at demonstrating the product or how good the party is, you know, the home parties or the virtual parties. Um, I can be really good at, you know, discussing the product and knowing the product. Now, knowing the product is very important, (laughs) but that's not going to make you more money. Or that's not going to help you find more customers just because you know the product really well. You're better off spending your time trying to find out who your ideal client is and where they're hanging out. And then go there and start building relationships. Yeah. And I think that is one thing that people struggle with is that some of us have this idea of marketing that is a little more 1990s infomercial style (laughs) and less about building those relationships with people. And I I think that's where some people get really hung up where they feel like, I don't want to market my business. Mm -hmm. But it's not, you know, it's not what you think it is. Yeah, It doesn't have to be that way. But people associate marketing with being sleazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know. You got to be sleazy to sell, like those car salesmen. Yeah. It's not like that. It doesn't have to be like that. The truth is, people buy from people. So that means all you have to do is create relationships. And you ask, how do you do that? Well, you just talk to them. Mm-hmm. If you, for example, One of the best places to find people are in Facebook groups, right? Different kinds of Facebook groups, depending on who your audience is, you go there. And guess what? People ask questions a lot. Yes. Just start answering those questions. You don't, don't pitch your product. Don't even let them know what you do. Just simply answer their questions if you can. Start building those relationships because... If they're curious about you, they're going to go to your profile, which is why it's important to have your profile optimized. And if you're on Facebook, Angela and I actually did an episode about five, I think five ways to optimize your Facebook profile. We'll link that in the show notes below. But it's like start building those relationships and they will start to come to you. Now, then the rest of the stuff matters. It matters what's on your social media. It matters what your profile says. But the first thing is to create those relationships because guess what? Let's say that I'm ready for a new, I don't know, a new Pampered Chef spoon. Am I more likely to just go to the Pampered Chef website and just order it and find somehow to buy it from anybody? Or am I more likely to say, you know what, that person that I've been talking to over in this group, I know they sell Pampered Chef. I'm going to go ask them about getting me that, that spoon. Yeah. 
you're going to be more likely to go to the relationship that you've built because you trust them. And you want to help them. And you want to help them out. Yeah. I'm, I actually, truth be told, I have purchased books from people before and I've never read the books. (laughs) But I bought them because I wanted to support them. Mm -hmm. So, for example, um, when I was first starting in business, I used to listen to Pat Flynn a lot and his Smart Passive Income uh, podcast. And around that time, he had come out with a book called Will It Fly? And it was all about like testing your business idea. (laughs) I never read it. I still have it to this day. Like, (laughs) But it didn't matter because I wasn't buying the book because I wanted what was in the book. I bought the book to support the guy who had given me so much great business advice along the way. Yeah. And so, you know, I keep meaning to read it. (laughs) (laughs) But at this point, since, you know, Angela, you and I have been in business and AKA marketing for a while. while. I'm not sure it's going to tell me anything I don't already know, but you never know. (laughs) It might. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I've seen that happen with other things where people are maybe doing the affiliate contests. We've seen that happen. Oh, where yeah, for sure. people will sell something as an affiliate and reach out to their followers and say, hey, I'm doing this thing. I'd love for you to try it. You trying it helps me out. I'm trying to win this contest. And I have seen thousands of people fall in and support those people because they've built the relationships with their community. They've interacted with them. They've helped. They've answered questions. They've given support. Yeah, it's not because they necessarily want the thing at the end. Right. If Whether it's a course or a book or a product, it's not that they necessarily want that. They would rather support the person they're buying through their link. Yeah. I guess, and that's the thing is like, at what point do does this episode <laughs> that we're this conversation <laughs> we're, we're having switch from marketing into creating relationships? Because yeah. I think that a lot of times they're synonymous. Now I understand there are other types of marketing. Yeah, there's advertising and things like that. But what are you trying to do with an advertisement? You're trying to stop the scroll, grab Make their attention. Connection. And create a connection. Yep. Yeah. And I think that is important to remember because there is so much pushback against marketing right now because consumers are getting smarter. They're recognizing some more, some of the sleazier marketing tactics. Mm-hmm. And especially for moms, we have a hard time feeling like we're doing something sleazy or something that's taking advantage because that's not generally the type of person that we are. So keeping in mind that marketing can be less sleazy and more just about making those connections with people, I think can really help shift your focus when you do need to make that mindset shift from I'm selling this thing to I'm marketing this thing. Yeah. 
If you're enjoying this candid chat, you can get early access, exclusive content, and more by supporting us on Patreon. Simply visit patreon.com forward slash marketing moms. Now back to the show. And not even like a marketing this thing. It's how can I use this thing to help someone today? Mm -hmm. How can I help someone today? Like that should be the question that you ask yourself when you wake up in the morning. Mm-hmm. How can I help someone today? So for example, Angela and I are sitting here like, how can we help moms with businesses see things realistically and actually help them achieve, I guess we could say balance, Yeah, achieve the life they're looking for? Yeah. And and that's that's what we you know, that's what we have to ask ourselves right before we start every episode. We're not, you know, shoving products down your throat or being sleazy. We say, "Hey, and by the way, if you want to support the show, you can, <laughs> you can head on over to patreon.com/marketingmoms." But like we're first in the business of helping people. And we know that the sales and the money and the that kind of stuff will come along. Now, I feel like we do have to say it. If I didn't say yeah. that, you'd never know that we have a Patreon. Right. At the end of our episodes, we talk about our quote-unquote brand new Marketing Moms book, although it's been a year. We should probably Not change really that. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, we have to say those things sometimes because if we don't say what we sell, people won't know. Right. But at that point, I'm not telling you, hey, go buy my book because I want to make money. Yeah. Books are not huge money makers, by the way. They're really not, no. Instead, it's, hey, why don't you go grab my book because I think there's something in it that could help you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I can tell you, too, like Jesse and I have been doing this for over a year now. We still get excited every week looking at how many downloads our podcast has had. Like we still mm-hmm. take time to be like, how many people listen to us? Yeah. How what many did people they really people? like? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many yeah. people? What did they really like? Oh, this episode got more likes. Like maybe oh. that's what people need. And so, you know, we really do try to kind of come at it from a helpful standpoint. Yeah. And and the same thing right back at you. We invite you to mm-hmm. email us, reach out to us, DM us on Instagram at Marketing Moms Podcast. Um, you know, just to let us know what you want us to talk about. Yeah. And then that's when we say, and if you really want us to talk to you one-on-one and have those conversations, we have Patreon where mm-hmm. you can have deeper conversations directly with us about your specific issues. Yeah. And we let you know that, but we're not letting you know that because the end goal in mind is, hey, how can I make money? The end goal has to be, how can I help someone today? And that is how you turn off the sleaze. Yeah. Like me telling you that we have those things for sale doesn't make me feel sleazy because whether you buy or not, it honestly doesn't matter to me. Yeah. I mean, I guess it could matter some, but Angela and I both admit that this podcast is not our main source of income. Right. Our livelihoods are not depending on it. 
what is depending on it is our happiness that we're helping other moms in situations that we're in now and we've been in in the past. Yeah. And even when you are in a position where you are marketing something that is your livelihood, like Jesse mentioned, Mm -hmm. you know, I build websites, but my job is marketing that I build websites. Yeah. I can tell people, hey, I build sites. I can build this for you. This is what you get without feeling sleazy or like I'm trying to talk them into something they don't need. I can come at marketing from a perspective of if I can't help this person, then I'm going to tell them I can't I can't help you. That's not a thing that I do or that's not a possibility. And I'm not going to try and talk them into something else and still feel like I'm helping, but I'm also marketing. Yeah. And you wouldn't say that to someone who you didn't know needs a website. Right. Yeah. Someone that, I mean, and the only way to know that they need a website is because you've talked to them before and you've Mm -hmm. began building a relationship. Yeah. So even if we say, hey, you're in the business of marketing, that thing that you're doing, really it's you're in the business of creating relationships in order to market that thing that you're doing. So it is important to be good at what you're doing. Like it's important for Angela to continue to build her skills and find new trainings to become a better, you know, web developer. But if she has a choice between two action items, the marketing one needs to take precedence because you don't have a business if you, if you're not making sales. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that was a little bit of a soapbox today. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. But it's really important, though, to make that mindset yeah. shift. So I know that, again, a lot of you might be like, oh, no, I don't want to be in the business of sales. Sales are sleazy. Well, we just told you how it's not. Yeah. It, it, it It's not about – so let's say that you're selling – I don't know. You know that – it's always the underwater basket weaving. Yes, <laughs> Let's use this as an example. Okay. <laughs> so you're selling underwater basket weaving. You need to you're not just like creating signs that say come do underwater basket weaving and like going up to all of your friends and family saying you want to underwater basket weave? No, it's hey friend, I can tell you're really stressed out. You know what helps me? is like I actually have started this new hobby, underwater basket weaving, and I think it could really help you. It's helped me because da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're saying it casually as a relationship builder, not, you know what you need? You need to buy my underwater basket weaving course. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, it's, hey, you, and, and I'm not even saying what you need. I'm like, you know what? You seem stressed out. When I'm stressed out, I underwater basket weave and I'm talking about myself because yeah. a lot of times the if if it's a physical product, you're probably using it yourself so you have experience and for, you know, Angela, hers is more of like a, because she's a service provider, it's more of a help thing like, oh, I see you need help with this. I actually know how to do this. In fact, I build entire websites. Yeah. So I can help you with this thing, but if you need more or if you want to change this page, like I'm here. Yeah. 
Yeah, just being helpful, answering questions, seeing people be like, I don't know how to whatever. I don't know how to change the order of my menu and hopping in and being like, oh, this is how you do that. Mm -hmm. And that's the other thing is like offering help for free. It's not like Angela would be like, I can pay you to, you know, pay me to change it. You'd be like, oh, no, that's something really simple. You can actually do this. And you know what? Building that relationship over and over again, people are going to start to see, ooh, Angela really knows what she's talking about when people have website questions. Mm -hmm. You know what? I need a new website. I wonder if Angela does it. Oh, she does. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it is a long game. It's not always a quick game. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry to cut you off. No, I was just going to say I know we're on our soapbox, but I actually just thought of a really good kind of example of what you're talking about that – my husband and I were talking about the other day. We have a chain bookstore that I will not name that is reopening <laughs> <laughs> in in the town near us. They shut down during pandemic and they're reopening and they've been posting on their Instagram a lot about, you know, we're really excited. Look at our shelves, meet our staff. And I was talking about how different it was than back in the 90s where bookstores were everywhere and nobody really had to market anything. It was just like Mm -hmm. if you wanted a book, you had to go to the bookstore. And so they were just there and you went. Mm -hmm. But now with Amazon and being able to get couple day shipping or the ebooks that can download to your phone or Kindle immediately – those bookstores have had to really shift and find and reach out to people that enjoy the experience of going to a bookstore, the experience of having a physical book in their hands. They've had to expand a little bit of like what they're offering, maybe offering game nights or things like that. They're not in the business of selling books anymore. Mm -hmm. They're marketing that experience Mm -hmm. to get people in their doors. And that's why people like Blockbuster went under. Yeah. Because they weren't willing to change with the times and market Mm -hmm. what they really needed to market. They just thought people would always come to them for movies. Yeah. Yeah. The market changed and they didn't change with it. Yeah. 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 (laughs) There wasn't any need to advertise because where else are you going to get movies? Yeah. And Mm -hmm. well. And Netflix is a good example of that too because they started out with physical DVDs and then shifted with the times and they're still around. Mm -hmm. Yep. So yeah, at the end of the day, it's less about what you're selling and more about actually building those connections and selling it. Yeah. Which makes you a marketing, a marketing mom. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess your homework, your challenge this week is to think about how you can shift your mindset from I'm selling a product to I'm marketing this thing. Or I'm selling a service to I'm marketing my service. And as always, reach us on Instagram at Marketing Moms Podcast to share how it's going for you. Tag us. Uh, Ask us questions. If you have an idea for an episode that you'd like us to cover, we're happy to do so. And we'll chat with you next week. Thank you for joining us today. We're so honored this is where you chose to spend your time. 
If this episode helped you in some way, please share it with another mom who needs to hear it. We're in this together. And if you're looking to spend even more time with us, visit marketingmomspodcast.com for more episodes, free goodies, and ways to connect. Don't forget to check out our brand new Marketing Moms book, now available on Amazon. 